Between school, your friends, and social media, answers are everywhere. But where can you find the truth? Welcome to the Well Student Cast. We're asking for a friend so that you don't have to. What's up, party people? We are back at the Well Student Cast asking questions for a friend so you don't have to. My name is Bryn, and I'm here with my friend. Kayo, and I'm stoked to be here with our friend... Mike. Yes, that is you. My turn to talk. I love love the drama he created. He was like, the suspense, do they know who is here? It's me, Mike. I was just enthralled with you guys. I love that. so good. Um, good. I just have to acknowledge that's the first time I've done our cold start all the way through. It was good. But hello, Mike, can you tell us a little bit about yourself in case our people don't know who you are? Yeah. I've been on staff almost 20 years at the well. Let's Uh, go. One of the teaching pastors and... Yeah, just fun to get to hang out with you guys today. So I a long love time. that. Mike, what do you like to, you know, in your free time, you know, what do you like to do? Mm, mostly ride my bike. Let's so, go. Yeah, That's awesome. Cool. What's the coolest place you've rode your bike? Mm, I got to ride on the coast, which is pretty cool. Carmel is pretty nice. 17 okay. mile drive. That's oh, pretty. That's, cool. that's okay. pretty. Did you yeah. say okay? okay. It's, it's, it's pretty right. mid. It's pretty mid. <laughs> Jeez, that's hilarious. Um, all right. Well, sweet. Well, um, that... We just, this one, we're, it's just a topic that we have to. <laughs> I don't know if there's a way that we can there's like segue a, a cool story yeah, in this from one. From like uh, biking to this question. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, we remember we asked a, a question. So, you know, you guys don't have to. So on your behalf, friends, we've had a lot of questions or a lot of our friends ask this question, which is, hey, what is predestination? Mm-hmm. Hello. <laughs> uh, and so there, uh, because of just like the depth that we really have to hit for that question, um, we are going to, this is going to be a two part episode. Yeah. Um, so just heads up on that. And then in addition to that too, we remember we are just starting the conversation and I don't really think, I mean, unless you guys are far superior than me, which you guys probably are. Um, I'm not really sure we can, you know, end this, like being like, <laughs> yeah, you know, everything on predestination nope. in the 12 minutes that we're going to have to No, So let's just give you the fair warning. You will not end this episode <laughs> fully understanding <laughs> predestination, but we want to invite our friend here to just start the conversation yes. and see if we can give you guys a little 3000 foot view on some of things that predestination is. And then part two will be what it isn't. Excellent. It's good. Thank you. So uh, with that being said, um, we got to hit it. We got to talk about, hey, look, uh, what is predestination? And the funny thing is, I don't know if it's funny. It's just the real thing, I think, <laughs> is that there's just a lot of like fear around the word predestination. Mm-hmm. And um, it locks up a lot of our gears of being like, hey, I know what this is about God, but then I hear about this. And then mm-hmm. now I'm just overwhelmed. I, didn't know, I don't know what to believe. So I'm going to go ahead and push that to the side mm-hmm. and never yeah. process it again. Um, and so, yeah, I think, you know, I think the whole goal for this first part is just to, I don't know, be honest, be clear, have clarity, Mm -hmm. uh, so that way you get to walk away with a better understanding of what it is. So, um, yeah, Mike, what is, uh, like predestination? We got to start there. So, well, I would just affirm that fear, uh, that it causes in the angst in folks that's real and it's honest Mm -hmm. and it it has in me in the past. And Mm -hmm. I think is it is it's unfolded in my life over 20 years. And to bring your point, I still don't fully understand it. Uh, I'm learning to grapple with it and embrace Mm -hmm. it, but uh, it's meant to actually do the opposite, which is create security in Mm -hmm. us as believers and a comfort. It's supposed to be a warm blanket on a cold rainy day. Honestly, that's why Paul talks about it. Right. And he he talks about it in the book of Romans after he talks about security Mm -hmm. and how sovereign God is and how secure we are in his love. So it's meant to drive us to that position, not one of fear. So I think it's good that we acknowledge that. And, um, talk about it. But to your question, what is it? 
Uh, it simply means to determine beforehand. Uh, that mm-hmm. word is used six times in our New Testament, uh, mm-hmm. and it means to mark out the boundaries beforehand. Okay. We get our word horizon okay. from that. Oh, okay. So you think about a horizon being the boundary between the sky and the earth. Yeah, yeah. Right? The same way God is marking out boundaries between uh, things. So he's setting that. So maybe another way to phrase it is to determine ahead of time. Okay. So uh, God has predetermined certain things uh, to be the way they are. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So that's good. Okay. So what you're saying is just like, although there's a lot of fear here, I want to go back to it. The whole purpose mm-hmm. behind it was that we would feel secure in God. And then also predestination is just not some big, big, big <laughs> word, but the whole idea is that like, Hey, this is all it is. is like, this are the, the lanes that we're going to live in or uh, like that's just, we're just going to decide ahead of time moving forward that this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, cool. So I think I understand that part. So that, you know, that makes sense. The part of thing though is like, um, if it was then therefore like predetermined ahead of time, mm-hmm. then do we have any like, do we have any control? Yeah, like, like what, what does that mean for us? Yeah. And that, that's really the larger part of this conversation that mm-hmm. free or free will that predestination fits under, which is the idea of mm-hmm. God's sovereignty and the free will of man or humans, all, all beings. Right. Yeah. So that, that's the bigger conversation that we're having. And, and the core issue here really is we're wrestling with this idea that, Oh, wait a second. So I am not fully autonomous. Yeah. I am not fully in control yeah. of my life. It's the same sin we've been talking about uh, with Adam and Eve as we mm-hmm. talk about the original sin of Adam and Eve wanting to live in autonomy from God, away from God, to manage their own affairs in their own life. That sin hasn't somehow gone away. Yeah, it still yeah, exists yeah. within That's us. Real. So we we want a sovereign God when I'm praying for a good result on my history test yeah, yeah, or yeah. when I want totally. uh, that girl to say yes to me when mm-hmm. I ask her out to Sadie's or yes. Sadie's the wrong example, prom. prom. <laughs> um, there we go. It's been a while. Uh, <laughs> but yet we, we don't want a sovereign God. We're like, hey, wait a second. I, I'm in charge of the affairs of my mm-hmm. life and I want to know that, that I'm choosing those things. So there's this yeah. tension between um, free will and the sovereignty of God. And, and both of those are are in the mix as we as we talk about those things. So Yeah, well, that would make sense why this makes us so uncomfortable because it's like, wait, this goes against everything that my flesh desires, totally. right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then also, like, I don't know, I feel like, Mike, this is really isn't a question that we've <laughs> been dealing with, like, just recently, mm. right? This has been a question that's over time. I think humanity has been like, okay, we're wrestling with the scriptures, mm. like, what does this mean? And yeah. now also dealing with the fact that sin has always been this in us. Like this is why we're always like fighting back with it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense a lot to me. Okay, cool. Well then, I mean, I don't know, Brin, is there anything that you want to add for that part? Yeah. You mentioned this has probably been something that humanity has wrestled with for a long time. Where have we seen this already kind of go down in yeah. history on this topic? Yeah. I mean, if you look at 2000 years of church history, these have been hot topics. You may have heard words or phrases or even people like Calvin uh, Calvinism, that falls oh, yeah. in this category, versus Arminianism. Those are two guys that were hashing this out in the 16th mm-hmm. century. Uh, before that, in the 4th century, you got guys like Augustine mm-hmm. uh, that are wrestling with the, the sovereignty of God and how that works out. Um, and we could mention a ton more, but it's been a hot topic for 2,000 years, and church history has gone back and forth on, on either side of this debate, sovereignty or free will, yeah, yeah. as yeah. to which one we're to emphasize and how we're to, to understand that. So. We're certainly not solving it in a 15-minute podcast, <laughs> right? Totally. But we're, we're entering into a conversation yeah. that's been that's been longstanding. Yeah. Well, even as you're talking, for me, I'm like, okay, free will, sovereignty of God, even just those two things, like they might seem like, okay, yeah, we know what that means. But I'd love for us to dive into even what those two categories are. So what is free will? What is sovereignty of God? How do those play into predestination? Yeah, let me try to maybe unpack those as best I can. So someone that would be in a free will camp uh, regarding specifically salvation is putting an emphasis on 
the individual's responsibility to choose God. Okay. Right? And we see that in the scriptures. We yeah. see clearly a sense that we have to respond mm-hmm. uh, to what Christ has done on our behalf. We have to choose. We're not robots. Mm-hmm. Um, so verses like 2 Peter 3, 9, where, this, where it says, The Lord is not slow about his promises, as some count close. Uh, excuse me, slowness, mm-hmm. but is patient towards you, not wishing for any to perish, but all to come to repentance, so mm-hmm. that we would repent and move forward. So they would emphasize verses like John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that He gave Christ, mm-hmm. right? And we respond to that. So free will is the idea that we have the ultimate say so in our determining whether we choose God or don't choose God. Yeah. So. Uh, when all the chips are on the table, um, we are the ones that ultimately are going to decide, do I choose Christ or do I not choose Christ? Yeah, yeah. That, that's free will. So the flip side of that is the sovereignty of God. And, and those in that camp would say, well, yes, there is a responsibility that we choose, but the, mm-hmm. the Bible actually paints a very different picture uh, of who we are mm-hmm. as a result of the fall and that our wills are actually not totally free. Mm-hmm. They're in fact bound. Uh, because of what happened in the fall and the results of that in humanity, we inherited a sin nature mm. from Adam and Eve. Yeah. Uh, so we are born into sin, both by um, the deeds that we do that maybe are obvious to us, but also our very nature mm-hmm. is bent a certain degree. And the Bible says that our wills are corrupt and mm-hmm. that we make decisions out of those things. So if God doesn't make the first move towards a what the Bible says very clear, a dead humanity, yeah. you are therefore dead in your trespasses yeah, and yeah. sins, uh, Paul is talking there to very much alive believers. So he said, you're not dead physically. You died spiritually at the fall. If God doesn't aliven a dead heart to come to him, if he doesn't make that first move, we can't choose. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's this tension that fits together. And I think it's important that we realize that as well. The Bible paints these tensions as if in the mind of God, they're, they're not tensions, but yeah. for mm-hmm. us, they are. So does God choose us? Yes, do we choose God? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a very important order of operations sure. yeah. of how yeah. that works. Uh, but both of those are put on display in the scripture. And, and there's a tension that uh, that, that we're going to have to learn to live with in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think, well, when you were talking, I was just like, well, yeah, I would want God to make the first move because mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, you said it in the scriptures, say it, but I even like fully believe it. Where it's like, I don't know if I would ever choose God first. Mm-hmm. I would choose God when I needed him. I don't know if I would ever choose God. I would choose God to be my savior, not necessarily my Lord, right? Mm-hmm. Like I would want him to save me from uh, eternal consequences, mm-hmm. but not necessarily like, oh, like I should live my life like because you are my Lord too. So I think um, I'm glad that God made the first move, you know? And so I think when I hear that, it's like, oh, wait, yeah. Because th- sometimes we think predestination, we're like, okay, that, that makes God the enemy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, because mm-hmm. it fights the characteristics of the two of like, how oh, can a loving God then therefore choose, mm-hmm. right? And that kind of gets us into the second part of our episode. But I think when you hear that, I'm like, that's so much hope that mm-hmm. God would yeah. go first. You know what I mean? Yeah, which is so interesting that that's how we interpret things. Because even when you were saying the beginning, we hear this and sometimes we're like, oh, like I'm <laughs> overwhelmed and now suddenly I'm anxious and scared or whatever. Whereas what you're saying is it should feel like the warm blanket on a rainy yeah. day. Um, and I feel like that's the invitation that the Lord has yeah. for us. And we take it and like run with it in this negative direction. Yeah. Um, but so I'm grateful for us kind of breaking down why this is a comfort and not like something to be afraid of. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it in those terms, like if we did nothing to earn our salvation and God had to act on our behalf to awaken a dead heart, present Christ to us, do everything for us, mm-hmm. and then gave us salvation as a gift. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our, our response to that gift is certainly to receive it yeah. and to embrace it and trust yeah. in that. If we did nothing to earn our salvation, there's nothing then we can do to lose our salvation. Mm-hmm. So Paul makes that argument, as does Jesus, 
you're secure in me. Yeah. I mean, listen to this from John 3. Uh, Jesus says, all that the Father gives me, sorry, John 6, okay. all that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will certainly not cast mm. out. That coming has the idea of sovereignly drawn in the sense of salvation. Yeah. And he goes on in, in chapter 6, verse 44, to say, no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and mm. I will raise him up on the last day. So there's mm. a sense of... Jesus saying, I've got you. Like no one will snatch you out of my hand. He says that in John chapter 10. So it should be the sense of like, okay, so I'm secure in Christ. Mm -hmm. I may not love the idea that I am not um, the master of my own destiny (laughs) as we are taught. Mm -hmm. And as an American value, the highest value is independence. So we we feel like we, that's where we should arrive. And and the scriptures say, that's not actually not the end goal. We're we're interdependent and we're actually dependent on the Lord for what he's done on our behalf. I've never thought of it that way, but sometimes I do think our resistance, even like wrestling with this topic, mm-hmm. is I want to like not dig into anything that's going to prove that I'm not in control. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 wait, hold on. I have a lot of control. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me that I have no control. Um, but that's so interesting. Even like going back to the, we pride ourselves as Americans on independence, yeah. but like this, all this is saying is like, oh no, we're so dependent on that if the Lord has to make the first move we are like very dependent creatures by design, yeah. which is so interesting. I, yeah, I love that. It was a beautiful way to paint that picture. And I think that helps reframe some of this stuff too, mm. like if we go through that filter as well. I think um, there is one part though where I'm like, okay, so you say that like it's a free gift, but there is something that does, I think then the gears get logged up again and being mm. like, oh, but something is required though, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like there is something that has to be offered and it's like once we receive it, then there's the responsibility yeah. of it, right? And so mm-hmm. I think that's where some of our students get stuck too, being like, wait, you say it's free, but then now my life has to change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? If we're specifically talking about us receiving, you know, yeah. the saving grace and works yeah. of Christ. Um, I don't know, Mike, what do you think about that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a sense that we are called to live different. Yeah. Um, if we are indeed indwelled and sealed in the Holy Spirit, the God who made the universe lives inside of us. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he is gonna, he's gonna um He's given us the power to make different decisions and to choose different and to walk different. And he's going to change our wills and change our, our nature yeah. that we're going to want the things that God wants. Mm. Now, that's a slow, painful process. God's <laughs> working out control issues for me that are deep from mm-hmm. in region. Yeah. And he's kind of slowly pulling gently on that route. Yeah. Uh, but I have those as well, things that I don't want to change. But um, the more I grow, I think the more I see that I want my desires to line up with his desires for mm-hmm. me. And my heart slowly begins to change over time to say, okay, Lord, that's that's what I want and need. Yeah. So yeah, there, there is a, a life change responsibility, so to speak, yeah. that will occur in all of our lives. Yeah, that's I think good. that's good because then when we start reading the scriptures or we get to things like this, mm-hmm. right? Like a, you know, a topic like predestination, which yeah. I think, honestly, I, I say it like that because there's so much <laughs> around it. But the idea is that like when I hear it like that, and then I hit theological subjects like this, mm. then all I do then is I'm allowed to be like, okay, wait, but I trust God mm. though. Yeah. Like I've seen him work in my life. I've seen him slowly transform even in the inner works of me or the people around me. And so when I, when I hit topics like this, I'm like, okay, well, how does that line up also to mm. what the scripture says about what God says who he is yeah. as well? You know, like that layer. And so I think that's kind of, you know, I think, I, I don't know. That's just kind of where I got to when yeah. we're talking about this too. Yeah. And I think, I mean, as we kind of like wrap up this part one, I think to your point, what these kind of conversations bring you back to is like an awe of the Lord Mm -hmm. in the sense of like the more we study, the more we realize we will never fully know Mm -hmm. like the vastness and like, I don't know, just how big God is. Um, And if we could understand all of it fully, then we would be God. Like, (laughs) and that 
that's not no, what we want. No. And so, um, I don't know. I'm grateful for us diving in. Um, and honestly grateful for the fact that there's things that we just will never fully yeah. understand, uh, because that brings us to like an awe of our God that we serve. So mm, yeah. Mike, any last thoughts before we kind of like wrap up this part one and then we'll shift gears into part two. Yeah. I mean, you guys both said it, but I love the idea that God has put his character on display for us so that mm-hmm. we can trust him. It's mm-hmm. just the kindness of God yeah. leads us to repentance. So whenever we talk about God, drawing and moving and preordaining and all of those things, it's done out of love mm-hmm. for his humanity, mm-hmm. right? So that that's what motivates God to move towards us. And we see that character and nature put on display so many times throughout the scriptures that we can trust who he is, even when these things cause tension in yeah. us. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Sweet. Well, I love for you guys just uh I mean, you probably, you'll be stuck in the tension now. Yeah, everyone's like, wait, I have to hang tight for <laughs> two weeks here when it's not. But. but the idea is that I think that's good practice. The idea yeah. that we're going to be waiting in the middle between what we know and what we don't know yet and that God's going to meet us there. So I'll yeah. be praying for you guys as you wait for another two weeks to hear about what, <laughs> what's happening next about predestination. But until then, we'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Well Student Cast. As always, don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends about us. For more information about the Well Student Ministries, visit thewellcommunity.org/students.